0: Wow, I actually kind of feel bad for Alan Thicke. Spoiler alert! This show show explores television content that's been available for consumption for quite some time. If a spoiler or two slips into the conversation, well, you were warned. Here is this week's show show with Sweets and Slaney. Television, Christmas I, time. I had a coffee before I came just to try to get like more amped up, to try to get to morning that. You're able to drink coffee this late into the evening? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I've, I haven't tried it since, like, university. I don't think I can, but I'm just going to read till I hopefully fall asleep.
1: It's ill-advised to drink caffeine after 3 p.m. or something. Yeah, I, I understand that. I was Plus, drinking- I had three
0: through the day, so.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. I used to be a bigger caffeine head than you, and we've, we've traded places.
0: Yeah, I think so. I keep it to a cup and a half a day. Mm-hmm. Cup and a half.
1: Yeah, well, I make a second one, and if I finish it, it's because I was a real mess. Oh, gotcha. But gotcha. the plan is not to finish it, right? Um, and I was drinking a cup of tea. I would make a cup of tea before my show at three
0: o'clock. How does tea affect you? And what kind of tea do you drink? I mean, normally it's just like a black tea, like Pico. Yeah, I will drink green tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a I have trouble understanding what levels of caffeine are in non black teas. Oh,
1: yeah. In in most cases, none. Right. Or very little. Okay. Uh, Like green tea, I don't think green tea has... It certainly doesn't have any kind of caffeine that you need to worry your little head over. (laughs) No? My little head? Your little head. Okay. Uh, But Pico has enough. Like, I mean, I don't think it'd be enough to keep me up. Are you like a David's Tea person at all? No, I'm not. No? No, to be honest. Uh, Becky really likes it, and sometimes we'll be on Spring Garden Road, or if we're in the mall or something, she's like, oh, I want to get a David's Tea. Do you want one? And then... Then I'll be up for a taste, I guess, but it's a couple of things. I don't like I don't like getting a cup of tea in a paper cup mm-hmm. to go. Sure. Because there's something about the physics of a tea bag that suctions the water up the string and down outside the cup and oh, my yeah. hand and burns gets like and weird get wet
0: and, and yeah, like it's, it's, it's soggy very soggy plus being allergic to citrus my oh there's not a whole lot my options Davis are tea. limited yeah. at david's you know what i like about david's tea is that you can go in and basically say what sort of woe am i having in my life right now like <laughs> am i a little too tired have i like is my skin been messed up yeah uh do i want better sleep do, do I have a uh, uh, an uncle who recently passed away? There's a perfect tea for that. <laughs> You've like, got the dead uncle coffee no, here. No matter the tea. what. They're like, yes, we call it Zin's How, but it's <laughs> There's a real culture perfect. to David's Tea. Oh, yeah. And the
1: people who work there have
0: really drunk the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Yes, they've drunk the kool Man, I got bossed around in a David's Tea the other day. What happened? Like, a girl just let some other lady go in front of me and then was like can i take your order and i was like i was just gonna order at the desk and they were gonna give me tea like that's how (laughs) it works and she was like oh well maybe i can just tell them what to give you while they're ringing someone else through and she was just like walking around with such authority and i was like chill out high school girl yeah calm down it's david's fucking tea (laughs) no
1: to them it's a big deal yeah it's like they've got this whole library of
0: canisters it's like a lululemon of tea that's a great comparison that's that's the way I feel. Like when I go into Lululemon and when I go into David Stee, it's a very similar feeling. And I like
1: Lululemon. I have a good friend who works at Lululemon. They also mm-hmm. have a bit of a, a cultish sure um, atmosphere. Following. And yeah. I like their stuff. Like the few things that I own from there are really cool. And my friend is really bought into the culture of Lululemon. But they're intense when you walk in there. Yeah, like you can't you can't step two feet in without somebody going, "Hi, how are you today?" Right. They're very perky. Sure. Um, they also do that thing where. As you're going into the room to try on pants, they're like, can I get your name for the door?
0: oh i've never had that uh, and i'm like
1: colin and then they write colin in big on stupid the- letters on the <laughs> chalkboard that's on the trendy barn door uh, and I, I've then never experienced halfway that. through i've got like one pant one leg off and they're knocking the door like how you hey, make, it hey, hey, there, colin, colin? Hey, make it out in there yeah. and i'm like i'm actually very good at putting on pants Colin, you're
0: on the barn board <laughs> still they're, on your butt. Know,
1: like that's a different voice than the person who asked it oh because <laughs> yeah. it's written publicly right i have my pants off <laughs> give me another minute soon the crowd waiting just starts asking
0: colin i the pants doing bud and i understand
1: it's so that they can go get another size Mm -hmm. and hand it over top of the 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 partition if necessary but i i don't know i don't know you well enough for us to have a chat while my pants are off
0: i've never tried anything on there but i'm i'm really reluctant to now
1: (laughs) the other thing about lululemon is that everything fits because it just stretches across the
0: country (laughs) no matter what size you take it's gonna fit
1: they have a a pop-up
0: in the mall i was in the mall yesterday yeah i was in there too in the shopping center? Not yesterday, but on Sunday at that pop-up one. So I I
1: had yesterday afternoon off, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's Tuesday afternoon. I, as far as December goes, there's no better time for me to go to the mall and totally. buy a couple of things mm-hmm. for Christmas. And it was still a loony bin there. Yeah. It was
0: nuts. Yeah, I'm uh, not pumped about having to go next week because I still have some Christmas shopping to do.
1: Me too. I've got a couple of things left to do. <sighs> You have Jen figured out. You don't have to divulge Jen's details. Pre-
0: Jen's pretty easy to. No, I can say things. I bought her a sports bra from Lululemon. She's not going to listen to this, so. okay. right, <laughs> this. This is like the safest place I could. Nobody say
1: this. tweet Jen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Jamie Harper. <laughs> Jamie Harper finds Jen's Twitter. Right. Or actually, she doesn't even have Twitter. Oh. So we're also safe. We're she are in doesn't the clear. Have Very many social media platforms. That's cool. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She's she's over it, man. She's wise beyond her years. I've always thought that. Yeah. But. Anyway, yeah. So she's she's she kind of like makes a point of throughout the year just being an easy person to shop for. Like, she likes anything cozy. She likes tea. She likes uh, Lululemon. It sounds like <laughs> she likes you're dating a woman. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. She's not too far off an uh, an archetypal woman. Yeah, these she are would, all these are all would, good qualities. I would by describe the way. her as basic. No, like, no definitely not. But she, you know, because you know, she doesn't like to go on uh instagram or she doesn't like to go on like social media platforms well that's right if
1: she was basic she would have instagram
0: right well she does have instagram but she doesn't have any other platforms
1: oh that's the cool one to have actually if you were gonna pick one of the four or five yeah i think that's the right one to pick yeah
0: and she doesn't post like selfies and stuff it's like you know pictures of like her david's tea (laughs) her (laughs) david's tea and her Uh, Lululemon stuff (laughs) no i'm just joking we're dialing it back here it's like pictures of the a Christmas tree that she decorated. I guess that's a little bit basic. but Or like pictures of... Here's actually what she hasn't posted one of her Christmas trees. What she did post was a picture of her uh, parents' big window that she painted because her little cousins like when the window's painted.
1: Oh, she did like a Christmas... Yeah,
0: she does like a Snoopy drawing every year. Oh, A nice. Christmas Snoopy drawing.
1: With window paint.
0: Yeah. That's nice. Yeah.
1: I uh, I went with my parents last night to get a Christmas tree... Oh, nice! We went to the lot by the forum. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to risk losing his business uh-uh. for you know if <laughs> really? he wants to buy advertising he was on the podcast, sponsor
0: the podcast.
1: <laughs> but he did not have a great selection. Now, uh, but then we went down to the the grocery store in Barrington, and that guy is the best in the business. Really, get your tree there. On Barrington? Yes. Okay, cool. Lower Barrington.
0: Nice. He's, is he super pumped up, too? He was excited. Oh, that's the he, best. He got
1: that it's kind of ridiculous to come out in the cold and get a dead thing. Right. That, <laughs> oh, that's he's, cool. He's aware that what he does is bizarre. Nice.
0: I My parents started getting a fake tree like as soon as my sister and oh, I moved out. I'm sorry. It's kind of heartbreaking. But, Why? Well, they just didn't like that. Well, my dad didn't really care, but... My mom didn't like the mess, and it is messy. It was kind of like, well, we can have this like pre-lit thing that we assemble in three pieces. And so if don't. you pay
1: for it, you can get a, a pretty real-looking fake tree. It's good.
0: It is a good-looking fake tree. Sure, it, but it's just it takes away that like going out authenticity. And one, yeah.
1: Do, do they have those little scented sticks you're supposed to hang in the tree to make it smell <laughs> like an evergreen?
0: Ah, uh, they might. Yeah. Yeah. It always kind of does smell evergreeny there. Maybe they have been getting a real tree, and I just think it's a fake. <laughs> fake tree looks kind of sloppy this
1: year. Yeah. Any,
0: But the important thing is, if we're talking about Christmas trees, can we talk about Kiefer Sutherland drunkenly diving into a Christmas tree a couple years ago? Have what you ever happened? seen this video? No. Kiefer Sutherland just, like, talking to an iPhone or something, and he's like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> he just turns around and sprints into this massive Christmas tree in a hotel lobby. Was he just like Anyone on his YouTube-ing on his camera right phone? He's he's not talking? on his. He's like drunk, and someone else has a phone on him. Oh man, it's great. That guy's a mess. <laughs> Are you
1: still watching Designated Survivor?
0: Uh, I think like the mid season finale happened already. Everything's wrapping up for the for the yeah. Christmas holiday. I, th- I think anyway. I would like I to like seen plow through those episodes
1: over Christmas. Yeah, they're not bad. That was one of the pilots I kind of, I was I, I found it easy to to digest some of the shows that we watch and I, I like them, yeah. one of the big deterrents is like, it's gonna be a big uh, mental commitment for me to get mm-hmm. into Westworld now, sure. or, which is not to say I won't, same with Mr. Robot. I'd Westworld like think,
0: had such a cool ending.
1: I know, you were talking, talking about it last week. Yeah. Oh, it, was I? Yeah, and, and, and people really love that show and I think that's great. Yeah. yeah. Same with Mr. Robot, again, I'd, mm-hmm. like to, I'd like to get into it. Atlanta but,
0: had another, another cool ending and then Childish Gambino released the coolest album of the year. Did that just come out? Yeah, it came out like last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm seeing some things that it's amazing. People are like, did you see what Questlove put up about it? No, but that's a good endorsement. It was like, oh my God, I had to call D'Angelo at like 4 (laughs) a.m. to tell him to listen to this. I had no idea what this album was going to be about. And it like blew me away. I was totally not expecting like a Motown funk sort of feeling from it. Mm. And it's amazing. Like I haven't had this feeling since listening to this certain uh, Sly and the Family Stone album. Oh, cool. This is the best. Like that's yeah, a good comparison to draw. Super excited about it. Yeah. Uh,
1: Gambino was on Corden. It was a couple of months ago now. Maybe you saw it. No, I didn't. Um, but Reggie Watts is the band leader. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure it was contrived, but they set it up pretty naturally. So Corden was like, uh, you like to make music. We've got, you know, the weird Reggie Watts over here. Do you guys want to drum something up? And so Reggie looped a beatbox beat, um, and then the band joined in a little bit. And Donald just kind of freestyled this weird little riff, like vocally, but he wasn't saying a lot of words. Some of them were words. He certainly was not freestyle rapping, but mostly he was just like humming and dancing around and doing all this funny footwork. And it was the most... um, it was the most joy i've seen in him oh yeah a, on a talk show right because apart from playing troy he's he's kind of morose sometimes
0: it seems like it it's a little bit funnier like i'm again i'm happy that that atlanta came along in between to kind of give us an idea of i think what what uh donald glover might be like because in some of his songs he's like but in, even in the show he's like kind of depressed sometimes but in a way that you're kind of like, well, everyone's like that sometimes, you know? It's not I, like... I liken him a little bit, too. Remember when you and I were really excited about that Bo Burnham
1: appearance on You Made It Weird? Yeah. I think he's not on like that. I think right. he's really aware of the bullshit in the world. Totally. And he's not interested in it. Yeah. But he still wants to be able to create his art. Mm-hmm. And so he has this conflict. This is this is definitely how Bo feels. I can't speak for Donald. But th- these guys have these this conflict with their audience because they know the relationship is phony mm-hmm. but
0: they also have to appreciate that relationship right. it's what drives their success because that's what made them famous yeah an issue that was kind of dealt with in the first show tonight in the first yes it was you know i i thought it was
1: a spectacular pilot dude okay so we, we we actually we decided this week's shows on last week's show yeah which we don't normally do normally it's like like 12 hours before we're supposed to record and we're like what are we gonna watch i know um, this is us is the buzz show that I know you were not keen on, on doing on the podcast, but no. it, I mean, it's, it's a big deal. A lot of people are watching the show. It's and
0: definitely a big deal. Huge ratings.
1: And, and that's, that's a good enough reason to do it on the podcast for totally. a buzzworthy show. Huge I ratings. 100% agree. Also critically acclaimed. Yep. And for a network show, that's becoming a less common thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it didn't have the feel of a network show as no, much, didn't. you know, you're right. What did you think? I thought it was really, really good. Nice. It was like a really good. I I, I was so surprised. I almost got chills at the end.
1: Okay. It, before we go any further, mm-hmm. it
0: it would really
1: spoil a rich yeah. moment for anybody watching this I know, pilot. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to bring it up. But. We can because I mean we can we can discuss. How they're going to take it from here but i just want any listeners who haven't seen the pilot for this is us mm-hmm. to go take 40 minutes and watch it and then come yeah. back to this podcast right um because there is there is a
0: moment in the in the final five minutes that makes you go okay i thought it, i thought it was really good to that point anyway like yeah, i thought sure. it was a, a good like it had a mix of laughs and you know more serious topics and but the storyline was really enjoyable to watch and kind of how these characters were connected I thought it was, I thought it was, and, and like that kind of thing has been done
1: before, yes, like, definitely. like the, the Richard Curtis, um, uh, who's the guy who, who died this year, who made those Valentine's Day movies and Happy Days? Robin Thicke? No, no, and that was
0: Alan Thicke. <laughs> uh, oh, who, damn it, Alan Thicke. Who, who bizarrely that, appeared in that, the pilot of this I know, blast. how weird was that? He just, didn't he just die that like this morning? He died yesterday afternoon.
1: Yesterday he, afternoon. He has tweets that were posted after his death oh, because they were scheduled. Oh, that's haunting. But do you know how he died? playing hockey with his son yeah. he just stopped and had a heart attack with his 19 year old son Ugh. um yeah that's that's really rough I, there was a moment in this is us you know how i've started putting in like a little audio clip at the beginning yes. of the podcast yeah last week i found a really funny clip of snoop on uh martha stewart's <laughs> old daytime talk show <laughs> okay where she was just like so you have a christmas album coming out and clearly they didn't know each other yet and right. he's like, yeah, you should listen to it because he says something about the kind of music he does for Christmas, and she's just uh, like, "Oh,
0: okay." I can't anyway, wait, so I've, I've already
1: now. decided what clip I have to put at the front of this episode, and listeners will have already heard it at this point, right? But, but what is it
0: for me? Because I want to. I- it's uh, <laughs> it's after the the actor
1: brother comes home drunk to mm-hmm. find his sister on the date with the overweight guy.
0: Right. And they're just like talking uh, and the overweight guy yes. goes, I just feel bad for Alan and It's So true. Cause while it's going on, you're kind of thinking like, Oh, this really kind of hurts his chances with, with Alan Thick."
1: Yeah, it does. Anyway. Uh, so I figured that was probably spoke to the moment. That
0: was good. That he, that was funny. That whole scene. Oh, what else can I do? Broadway? I can't sing. Porn? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's interesting that that guy chose another acting
1: role where he plays the token fat guy. I mean, he was Mike and Mike and Molly.
0: No, that's not the same guy. Yes it is. No, it's
1: not. Are you sure? I'm positive. He looks like the same
0: guy to me and how many guys can there be who look like that? Fat white guys, I don't know. So you watched Mike and Molly, you're aware. <sighs> no, I I just like I what did I see him in last? He was he guest starred in in New Girl last week. This guy from This is Us? No, the dude from Mike and Molly. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. All right, well, then the guy from Mike and Molly missed a great opportunity.
0: <laughs> he really did. I bet he auditioned for it.
1: Yeah, he probably did. Way better show. I, uh, I, I'm going to watch the next one, dude. Although, yeah. it's interesting because
0: a, a big part of the, the impact is that reveal. Comes with that reveal. I know. And that's what I said. I can speak to the pilot being really, really good, but I don't know how the rest... Of the, I know the rest of the show, it seems pretty well written. I'm sure it's going to be great, but it's not going to have that punch...
1: Okay, well, assuming people who haven't uh, who who are gonna stick around have stuck around, we can we can address the fact that the twist is that there is a time difference between storylines yeah one of them is taking place uh, about 30 years before yeah um, and in fact, Milo Ventimiglia and Mandy Moore are the parents of the other characters. Right. While at the same age. And so that that was really I actually predicted it about five minutes before it happened. Oh, did you? And I started putting it all together in my head and I was like, there's no way this isn't what's gonna happen. The inter- And then it was. And I was very excited.
0: And there's there's kind of an interracial relation too, because one of the brothers is black because he was adopted. And you don't you knew that he was adopted throughout the episode, but they don't have any correlation to the other characters, and then they kind of just cut to uh they kind of just cut to like pictures and stuff in the house while having another conversation and you're realizing in the last five minutes like oh wait a second their brother and sister oh they're all connected and then the coolest part of the reveal is when i'm just trying to like think about parts that i'm missing here yeah there's a big part that takes place in the hospital because manny moore is about to have triplets right one of the triplets dies uh, whoever plays the surgeon in the show is like one of the most amazing actors ever, and I think he should. Uh, you continue. you really loved him? I really loved him. He, he, was, was, re- he was he wonderful, was wonderful. But are
1: you aware of him otherwise? No. Okay, you just really fell in love with that guy yeah. in that scene. Oh, he was so warm and Becky texted me the same thing because I was like, You should really watch the show before you listen yeah. to the podcast. And she said, like, Oh, I love this doctor so yeah, much. The
0: like the the delivery room doctor. Who... He
1: gives this great pep talk to to Milo Ventimiglia and and basically sets up the fact that he is going to have a third baby regardless. Right. And they adopt this this little black baby who was was abandoned.
0: Who is and you heard the 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 Dude, the successful black character. I wish I knew his name, so I wouldn't have to call him a successful well, black Sterling
1: character. Well, Sterling K. Brown is the actor.
0: Sterling K. Brown. Okay, right. Was he in... Yeah, he
1: was Chris Darden in People vs. OJ.
0: Okay, he was in that. And was he, he won an Emmy. Was he in Grey's Anatomy? I don't think so. No? Okay. Um, so, the uh, the whole cool thing is when he's looking in... Dude who just lost one of his triplets is looking through the, through the window... And then this firefighter comes up next to him. You don't realize he's a firefighter. no, you just you just know uh you already know that the sterling k a Brown mm-hmm. was dropped off like when he was first born at a fire department. Mm-hmm. And so then he's looking into the nursery, and this guy comes up next, and he's like, "I had a weird day too." Like that baby right there just got dropped off at our fire station, yeah, and you're thinking like, whoa, that's weird. That's the same thing that happened to Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. And then you realize like it's also a black baby. Yeah. And you're, and then it p- kind of pans away. Yeah. And Milo looks super pumped about it. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like, you know, there's He's like having like a realization, a serendipitous kind of like, I just lost a baby. I want yeah. like, You know, we can help this baby. And then you look around, and you realize that everyone's wearing, like, 70s clothing. And and the TV is showing something
1: about whatever happened in, like, the 70s. Yeah. And, like, Becky texted me at the beginning. She was like, oh, this is the guy from Gilmore Girls. And I was like, yeah, everybody finds him so handsome. She says, well, he's awful scruffy in this. And I was like, they'll explain why he's scruffy. Right. And it's because that was the look.
0: Yeah. I, I thought it was so cool. I tried to get, like, at the end of the episode, I said, well... At the end of the day, I was like Jen, you have to watch that. And she's like, No, I'm not gonna like it. It's gonna be like like Parenthood, and I'm not Mm -hmm. into that because it looks similar to Parenthood. Like, yeah, and maybe maybe it's
1: got. I mean, it's still gonna be about a family at the end of the day, and the the trials and tribulations of their lives. But it's Mm -hmm. gonna be interesting to see how they tell the story from now on, because presumably the storylines can never overlap. Right. Like Milo and Mandy are never gonna be in scenes with Sterling K. K. Brown. Right.
0: But how cool is it to see how you know it's basically like lost they can always flash back to any point yep In there which i'm assuming they do if they do that it'll be really cool so it'll be like yes. the, the you mean the three uh, kids meaning the manny right. the overweight girl and sterling k brown yes <laughs> <laughs> those are their names and they can <laughs> he's got an emmy so we have to refer to him by name yes yeah and his middle initial yeah and uh, <laughs> and the the whole thing is that they, uh where was it going with this? What we were talking that? about how the storylines can overlap. Oh yeah. So yeah, if they go like them at age 14 and how that impacted their lives, like in a current episode. Right. If, we want, to, like if we want
1: to learn food. what what gave the sister this this inhibition that she has with food, right. we go back and we learn about when she was seventeen and she was having like and I don't sure. like, I don't know how much time they're going to cover. Like, I don't know if the entire Milo and Mandy story will take place when their children are infants right or if they're going to dance around and we don't know if their characters are alive i mean maybe maybe we do at this point we've only watched one of the Mm -hmm. 10 episodes that have aired yeah but we don't know if their characters are alive in in the present day yeah it's interesting because the first note i took when i put it on um was about how silly it is that they all have the same birthday. And I was like, oh, is this gonna be a show about how everybody who has the same birthday lives the same yeah, life? Yeah, I thought that's that so too. fucking annoying. And
0: I, I didn't even realize I've probably seen like several trailers where they're all in the same room and like having family dinner or whatever. And yeah. I just kinda overlooked it.
1: Well and the nothing connected Sterling K. Brown's character, like you mentioned, except I did notice when he was in his office and his colleagues came in with a birthday cake. Um, there was an email on his computer he opened an email that right. said bro it's our birthday
0: oh nice
1: so that tells you there that there is yet another character in this show right. who has the same birthday yeah. and then you meet these other twins who have the same yeah. birthday and the and, dad has and you the know same it's birthday Milo Ventimiglia's birthday yeah so I was like what is the angle here except for that it all is fucking awesome right when they total it up
0: it yeah it I also thought the whole, like, Wikipedia thing. I was going to say that. Wikipedia says every every birth. Like, everyone shares their birthday with 18 million people. My first
1: reaction is Wikipedia doesn't say anything. The sources that Wikipedia (laughs) takes from does. Or the people who edit Wikipedia. Sure. And put in wrong shit.
0: Also, yeah, that seems a lot like what a high school student writes at the beginning (laughs) of a paper. Wikipedia defines love as... You
1: know what's interesting? The guy who created this show, his name is Dan Fogelman. He has spent most of his career writing kids' movies. He wrote Cars. Oh, cool. And he wrote Bolt, which is about a dog right. who runs fast. Yep. And he wrote Ugh. another one. Tangled. He wrote Tangled as well. Sure. Which has so many many more in it.
0: That was a big part of like the Disney re renaissance when they were kind of do- like right before they hit Frozen.
1: Yeah, I know. I think he's probably a pretty valued member of the Disney team. Yeah. For definitely. that reason. Uh but the only uh, like adult thing he's written mm-hmm. is Crazy Stupid Love. Have you seen that movie? Yeah.
0: Oh, I love Crazy Stupid Love, and they have Same a twist like that. Same twist. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and that occurs. I just to want me. to
1: follow everything that this guy's done now. He he seems to like, and he seems to like to talk about families. Yep. And Crazy Stupid Love, by the way. I mean, even if you're not somebody who really digs the the romantic comedies and the sensitive stuff, like it mm-hmm. is an
0: objectively good film. That's it's entertaining. That's a great selling feature for This Is Us. Yeah, that it's from the writer of Crazy Stupid Love. You're right. That's all I would have to hear to give it a shot. And it's funny because, we like, during this podcast, they
1: make a lot of cracks about Ryan Gosling. In yeah, the show. right. Ryan Gosling would never do this crap. Right. Which is exactly the same thing I said. Yeah. Like when the director was like, "I could get, I it, get any Ryan. other Ryan." Ryan Philippe. Ryan Gosling. Too. I was like, "No, he can't." I was like, "How big is this <laughs> show?
0: Like, this is must be unprecedented or something."
1: Well, yeah, that's that's the other thing is he was famous that character, right? Because the
0: the toby recognized him mm-hmm. but he seemed like a bit of a shithead at that whole thing like he was a millionaire and he's like is the manny the best thing i'm ever gonna be able to do Like, fuck this right i mean there are shows that are as bad as the manny
1: was oh, supposed it, to be basically
0: like the big bang theory
1: i think the big bang theory is better than two broke girls yeah for example right anyway i can't recommend <laughs> the show enough i thought it was really good i, I want to show you i wrote on my paper look at the bottom I knew
0: it. <laughs> it says on the bottom of his. I screen. wrote,
1: I knew it at the last five minutes. Uh, I think that's. I think that's all of my major um, points I wanted to bring up with that show. I thought it was. Oh, I did want to bring this up. Um, Aren't doctors not supposed to promise their patients that it's going to be okay? Like, isn't that a rule of thumb when you're a doctor? You 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 will never swear to. Oh, he didn't. He totally did. No, he didn't.
0: Yes, he absolutely did. I promise to you. We are going to Oh, he said I swear on the life of my kids, I'm going yeah. to like give this. He said he doesn't say like anything's going to be okay, but he says like you're in the best hands. Yeah. And you can trust me and but he he doesn't say cuz he he comes he walks in and he says the whole thing about hey, there's one thing I have to talk about. And Milo shuts him down. And he's like, "No." Mm-hmm. We're having all three kids. And he goes, okay. And he's like, I know it's going to be okay. I need you Say to know it, it too. Di- yeah. I need you to know it too. And he says, I know I like you. Right. We're going to talk about this and like, well, whatever. Ah, okay, fine. So I don't think he exactly says that because I was, I was hanging on to every word being like, cause, cause you love this actor so much. I really did. <laughs> he was the most mesmerizing part. Yeah. I, I was almost like once they said the whole thing about lemonade. I thought, oh my God, does that character stay in it? And then I realized, <laughs> no. The dad obviously just picked that up as his new favorite. Yeah, star. that was what he Old contributed. Yeah. to
1: the show. He is he is having a bit of a moment. Yeah, uh, so he's I've heard. Been on the shows and he's becoming every every housewife's crush. Fancy. I think. Yeah, mm. he's very handsome. Yeah, I guess.
0: Did I talk last week about how my mom has a big thing for Eddie Vedder? So I bet she would really like this guy.
1: Yeah, is there a similarity between their
0: looks? I uh, guess so. I think so. Eddie Vedder's short. Yeah, he's like as short as me. Really? I think so. He's like a small guy. Well, he's like yeah, I'm like five seven.
1: Right. Ish. Probably, Probably five eight. You're not five because I'm only like five nine and a half.
0: All right, whatever. Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tall either, by the way. Um, okay. Speaking was, of tall people, do we have to move on to this a other garbage show? It was like the worst show I've ever seen. It was
0: so frustrating to watch.
1: Oh, the Brady Bunch is I, the show.
0: I wanted to fast forward to the very end as soon as it started. It was hateful. The kids were awful. Yes. The kids were awful. There was like a 20-minute sequence between a cat and a dog uh, <laughs> a cat dog chase happening at that is the only lady's wedding that is the only moment
1: the cat is in the series i'm pretty sure
0: oh uh, really the
1: cat stops being in the series after the pilot and the dog stops being in the series after the first four episodes but there continues to be a huge dog house in their backyard for five years because some guy lighting guy dropped a light on the fake astroturf <laughs> and burned a hole in the set so they had to leave the doghouse there.
0: Rather than, you know, put some new AstroTurf down.
1: Rather than spend the money, spend like 28 <laughs> bucks on a new tile of AstroTurf. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my God. And during that whole dog chases cat scene, a lady almost passes out and someone's like, she needs ice. Uh, no, and she then doesn't. And the wait- waiter comes over and like spills iced down her dress and everyone freaks out and... The little girls are screaming and the little boys are getting yelled at. You know what? I watched this show because I I was aware. Did you notice the black guy in the crowd? I was like, Is there going to be any diversity in this show at all? (laughs) There's just one black dude sitting in the crowd during the wedding, and I was like, Yes! The diversity (laughs) that they wanted was
1: the was the blended family. They put divorce in the show, and that is the edgy angle they wanted. Right, and
0: and you really. It, it was really sold at that point where they're at the hotel talking about how they wanted the honeymoon suite. Yeah. And the dude behind the counter was like, but you just said you had kids. I know. And he's like, I guess he's not down with the modern generation. And there's a laugh track. And then they walk upstairs. It is. Painful. Meanwhile, Florence Henderson has a fucking Austin powers, like full <laughs> dress on at the point. The Austin powers number.
1: Yeah. It was Ugh. brutal. I watched. I watched God. the show from from this lens, where I was aware that um, Robert Reed, who plays Mister Brady, mm-hmm. hated this job. I was
0: gonna say, didn't he? Didn't he like beat a kid, or he just no? He, just he, just liked kids, he liked the kids. He liked and he okay. liked
1: Florence Henderson. Apparently, he got along well with the cast, but he did not get along with Sherwood Schwartz. Okay, he felt conned from the beginning. By being on the show at all because sherwood shorts led him to believe it was going to be this boundary pushing edgy show right. about the modern family right and it couldn't have been less that right. but pretty quickly he developed a friendship with castmates and he didn't want to feel like he was taking the job because if he left the show it could have mm-hmm. hurt the careers of the children right and true. so he felt like he had this obligation to these people and he showed up for duty mm-hmm. for five years but he famously hated this job plus he was a closeted homosexual he, oh was he, he died of aids Whoa! Uh but like the cast knew about that and they famously didn't didn't tell anybody that he was gay until right. after he died um about 20 years later. <laughs>
0: they weren't like the ones that outed him though. <laughs>
1: no, what? but Florence Henderson, I guess she knew something was up yeah. when she would have to like kiss him on camera and he uh... would be weird. And so he told her, I'm gay. And then she's actually sounds it sounds very sweet. She would like she would like um teach him how to kiss a woman like <laughs> off offset. they would have like dates where he would like pretend to be on a date with a woman and she Aww. would be game just so that it, he would be more comfortable that's really nice right um i don't think he was a bad guy i just think he was an artist who right. was in this awful show he
0: seemed super like there was parts in the show where i was just like whoa i thought he was a whole lot more wholesome like he was kind of like quiet down eat your supper <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was kind of like wow he was a serious I dad i i found it funny how much
1: he didn't want to get married in the first part of the episode. Yeah, he was like he was terrified to get married, and he told her that he was like I'm super nervous. Yeah, <laughs> why why were they both so scared They're, to get married? They both were married before. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it was, and I, he was widowed. Mm-hmm. It's never clarified that she was divorced, although Sherwood Schwartz, I guess, said that he he observed her as divorced and they just didn't articulate that because a divorced woman is taboo. Right. You know how we talked about the things that were ridiculously taboo in the seventies? Yeah. Like the Fonz's leather jacket. (laughs) Uh, Famously, the Brady's didn't have a toilet in their bathroom. That was the (laughs) thing people were aware of. Like they showed the bathroom, but there was no toilet. toilet. And the joke was the Brady's are so squeaky clean. They don't even use the bathroom. Right.
0: They're like the, did I tell you about the whole thing about Westworld, how people are going crazy because HBO won't reveal whether the hosts poop or not. (laughs) And there's never been any, like, allusion to it. They eat food and they drink stuff. But it's never shown them, like, ridding themselves of waste. Well, if they eat food, they have to rid themselves of the waste. And they have something of an
1: artificial internal system, right? Because they're, for the lack of a better word, they're fuckable beasts, right? They
0: are, but, like, if you you cut into them, they are, like, wires and... and they can they've like seen that when they've been cut into before so i
1: wonder if the food they ate is still edible after it's (laughs) been right because it hasn't moved from the body down yeah it hasn't been turned into poop (laughs) (laughs) right yeah maybe it's just like full
0: sandwiches
1: (laughs) wow they sell it as baby food in the gift shop
0: (laughs) just outside (laughs) Westworld. My, my, someone close to me went to Westworld and all I got was this char <laughs> of host shit. <laughs> uh, that's oh, great. It's chewed, but it still tastes good. <laughs> I love how incensed everyone is about it. My friend made a good point of like, no, they basically people go to Westworld to do really kinky shit. So there has to be some poop capability <laughs> by the hosts in order to fulfill some of those needs. Yeah, that's true. They would want,
1: yeah, to to satiate the weirdos (laughs) that really spent money. Right. That's a good point. The Ed Harris's
0: of the world. None of that happened on Brady Bunch. No, definitely (laughs) not. Not even close. Not even to like, there was nothing even really funny about it. And also, fuck Alice for bringing the dog to the honeymoon suite. I know. They're like, Alice, what are you doing here? And why'd you bring the dog? She's like, he couldn't sleep without you. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a dog. It, yeah, I'm on my fucking honeymoon here. Yeah. I already had to bring all my kids.
1: I like how the kids don't, or, and like really nobody even considers Alice above the dog. <laughs> like, like They're like, oh, the dog's here now. We have 11 people. The and dog. Cindy has to be like, well, Alice is here too. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That means 12 people. Yeah, they do a whole like, like two minute segment where the Brady's... End up taking their kids to go to their honeymoon suite mm-hmm. because they feel bad for leaving them behind. Yep. And then the guy behind the counter, the like one who is not open to a, a having couples getting marriage. remarried. Yeah. Uh, the guy says, "Wait a second, you can't all go up there. There's like so many of you." And and then one of the kids is like, "There's eight all together." And then another kid has a doll, and she's like. More like nine because uh, of Dolly, which is supposed to get a laugh, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fucking stupid. And then another kid's like, and ten because of Fluffy. And they're like, oh, my God, you brought the cat? This is the most ridiculous <laughs> thing that's ever happened to us. I uh, just thought they named the cat Fluffy. And you could have tried harder. And then Alice. Yeah, at least Tiger for the dog was kind of a cool name. Yeah, which is ironically a cat. Yeah. <laughs> they. Will, and it
1: comes up earlier in the episode, too. When one of the boys is trying to convince their dad to let them take the dog to the wedding, and he's like, No dogs at the wedding. Right. And Bobby's like, What about Alice?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? The dad has to be like, No, Alice
1: is a person. Also,
0: (laughs) what was your first thought when uh, they're like in the hot LA sun about to get married in someone's backyard? They bring the dog, and then they realize, Oh, wait, there's a cat here too. And the dad basically says, Oh, yeah, go put the dog in the car (laughs) and put the top up and (laughs) lower it down the window. Like, people get so outraged about people leaving dogs in cars. Yeah. And the guy was like, just leave it in there for the wedding (laughs) that we're about to have in California. Yeah. Which is probably going to be like, you know, a few hours. I was
1: kind of hung up on the fact that there was like so much of the episode circling. The struggle of having a cat and the dog in the same space but they're marrying each other and they're gonna have to deal with that
0: it's kind of funny like do you think that was supposed to be a bit of a metaphor for the whole relationship
1: yeah like this is we're bringing we're colliding two worlds and it's going to be bumpy yeah maybe they should have included that in the song too (laughs) by the way the boys
0: have a dog and the girls, they have a kitty cat. But then both animals are gone four episodes later. They're like, this isn't working. <laughs> we will cut this if we ever cut the dog and cat. It probably was oh. just too expensive. They were like, oh, the fucking dog's actually on set. Like, Well, I, I know what happened. Just they, as much trouble as the wedding. They
1: didn't bring the cat back for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. They were going to bring the dog back, but the dog got killed. It got hit by a car like four episodes in. <laughs>
0: the dog was murdered.
1: Yeah, like, so they, right. they hired another dog, but he was... Not set trained or something, and he was too troublesome. So they just canceled them having pets. Oh God! And they gave them younger siblings instead.
0: Did they give them? No, it was. It I was, was gonna say, was there totalized. even more characters? How long did that show go on for? Because by the end of it, that everyone's like an adult.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's only five years. I always thought the same about, about Boy Meets World. I was like, how did he go from being twelve to being twenty-six right. in seven seasons? But yeah. it's he did <laughs> like. It worked, and it's
0: the same with the Brady Bunch. But the kids are definitely like four, seven, and I like I don't know. Yeah, no, like the Five? oldest,
1: like the oldest kids are, the oldest kids are probably like thirteen in the first episode, and then really, and then they're in high school in the end of the series.
0: You know what? I gotta give it up for the ending though. They were all basically like bottlenecking at a staircase, and. Uh, Dad Brady basically takes control of the situation, <laughs> says, everyone line up, tallest to shortest. And he's like, ten hot, we're going to march up the stairs. And they march up the stairs. Alice and Doc included the less than humans. And uh, <laughs> basically, they that that's how the, the credits roll from there. And that's the way they became the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they no, were, there was a it, wedding, it, they marched. When
1: I watched this show when I was a kid, because it was on, and I read an interesting fact today that... Since 1975 not a day has passed where without an episode of the Brady Bunch airing somewhere in the world on Whoa. television. 75. Um when I watched the show in reruns as a kid, it occurred to me even then that it's preposterous that Carol Brady does not have a job, mm-hmm. but they still have a woman who they pay to do all the housework <laughs> yeah. and give all the kids advice every episode. Right. Be the Wilson. So like mom brady like gets all this praise for being like a great mom mm-hmm. but she just goes shopping all the time and then yeah. i learned today in researching the show that florence henderson really lobbied to have carol brady get a job in the show and be a be a career woman because that was um that was modern like the show right. was supposed to be sure. and sherwood schwartz was like no not on my show
0: <laughs> not a chance yeah
1: He really sounded like a winner. Get
0: over there and kiss that repressed gay man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. So I
1: felt bad for both of the parents as actors while watching the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I felt bad for everyone involved in that show. I was
1: like, oh, it's a shame. And like the fame that came to the Brady kids was enormous. Like they had CDs.
0: Right. um, And they they had like a variety show afterwards. Yes.
1: I think they tried to spin it into a more childish version of the Partridge family. Yeah. Um, because that was trendy for you to be to wear big collars and to sing on right. TV.
0: God damn, what a time to be alive! Yeah, now is yeah.
1: So, the I, the other thing I remember, this always really drove my mother crazy. I don't know why I remember this, but she drove it drove her crazy that Mike Brady was that's his name, Mike Brady. He yeah, was a you uh, want to say
0: Greg Brady, but I know that's not that's right. the oldest brother. Yeah.
1: Mike Brady was an architect. But the interior of their house didn't match the exterior of their house. <laughs> she was like, "The stairs are on the right side, but the taller part of the house is on the left yeah. side." When you're outside, that always really bugs really me. That's really funny.
0: Wouldn't yeah. have ever noticed
1: that. She's an observant lady.
0: But they're not in that house in that episode, are they? No,
1: and that's like the iconic set for the show, but it doesn't appear in the pilot. Right. It's this weird kitchen on both sides. Ah, oh, what a stupid show. I
0: really didn't appreciate how even on the like the girl side. Like, the guy's side at least was trying to make jokes, mm-hmm. but the girl side relied so much on just Cuteness. cutesy yeah. talk that it was, like, vomit-inducing. And, again, that might be the apparently
1: misogynistic showrunner mm-hmm. <laughs> just wanting them to play to their, their stereotypes. Wow.
0: It's so funny that this guy was like, you guys are going to be such women. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to be guys, and women aren't going to work. The kids were terrible actors.
1: It's interesting that the Brady Bunch has come up a couple of times in the news in the last few weeks. Florence Henderson died kind mm. of unexpectedly, I think. She went to the hospital because something with was AIDS. wrong. Not with AIDS. Oh, okay. And I was then wondering she, how far that went. And then she died like a day later or something. Whoa. Not unlike Alan Thicke. It was just kind of like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, but then Cindy Brady, the actress who plays Cindy Brady, I don't know her name. Susan Day? Susan something. Susan I Day is something know. else. Susan, <laughs> Susan. Sure. Um, she either does a podcast. Oh. Or something super low rent. Right. Um, and I think I think it's known that she's like a make America great again kind oh, of person. God. This is like the girl with the lisp and the doll right. on the Brady Bunch. Oh, no. She went on a hob- homophobic tirade <laughs> on Facebook, and she got fired from whatever shit job she had. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're not even paying you, and we have to fire you.
1: Yeah, they had to fire her because she's a bad
0: person. Oh, God. Well, that's shitty. I guess. Mm. (laughs) I mean, I'm happy they fired her. Yeah. And she's probably terrible. I can't believe Kanye West met with Donald Trump. Did you see that? I saw that and I thought this must be an amazing Photoshop. No. There's a whole video behind it. I know it's real. I've seen the video. Did you watch the
1: video? And they call each other like we've been friends for a long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then Kanye tweeted out afterwards hashtag 2024 as if to say like he was going to run 2020. Well, he's
1: joked about that before and somebody in the press hollered that out to Kanye. Yeah. Who seemed to be on drugs or something.
0: He just said, like, I just want you to take my picture. Right he now. was
1: totally weird. Yeah. I don't know if he's... And I think Kanye West is is branding smart like Donald Trump is. Yeah. Like, I like Kanye West. I wouldn't want him to be president any more than I would want Donald Trump to be, but... Right. Um, he knows
0: how to get headlines.
1: I think he knows how to get headlines, and mm. he's shameless about it. Right. Because he knows it's
0: valuable. But it's so weird. Like, this is the same guy who did the whole George Bush does not like black people thing, and now he's... Yeah, but it's not about Republicans. No, well... I guess not, but because Donald Trump's not a fucking Republican. But he's arguably like been pretty racist. True. At least saying that that's not arguable. He's definitely been racist. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's a good point. But he also he also got Elon Musk on his board today. I know. I don't. Isn't that crazy? I know. I I I. I'm disappointed in Elon. I well, I was too. But then I saw that Elon also like criticized him after winning the election. So mm. I'm I'm really wondering what happened in the time in between to make, or maybe it was just like, hey, we'll give you, give your company so many tax breaks if we say that you're on the board. But he also got the the CEO of like Uber, yeah, on the advisory council. So I, I have no idea what this this presidency is going to bring
1: i don't either i was listening to who was i hearing talking about it recently somebody was saying it made a pretty good case for why donald trump won't complete term voluntarily right about how this whole thing is really just about about branding and wanting to start a tv network and
0: couldn't like didn't he have enough power like i think he might have taken it several steps too far by becoming sure you'd think so and you and i rationally would go yeah but didn't
1: doesn't it come at the cost of his reputation? No, because he has more fans than he ever did. Yeah.
0: Well, obviously, he got voted into the, like... Sort of, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Great point. We should just end it right there. uh, I'm going to say that
1: for four years. No, this person made... I forget who it was, but it might have been Van Jones or somebody, made the Mm. the case for why this was all just a... It's about power. Mm. It's not... Yes, I did run as a joke. Yes, I did run to prove I could. Right. Um, and so I was thumbing my nose at the administration and didn't necessarily want to be president. But did I not want to win? Oh, no, fuck, I wanted to win. Right.
0: Now I, I just don't know what the fuck to but do. But
1: I don't want to be bored. Right. You Know what I mean? For the same reason he hasn't shown up to most of his intel briefings. Right.
0: And wants to live in his town. In New
1: York. Yeah. I saw today a headline. This is so funny. It's a real headline. That uh, Ivanka Trump is going to assume some of the first lady duties. Okay. Which just opens up. Oh, right. It just opens up so many he
0: wants to marry his daughter jokes. It's amazing. It's insane. And there's already pictures of them kissing like on the mouth. (laughs) Like buying to make America great again sign.
1: I think people really thought that she was going to be the saving grace. Like she was, because she's like a smart, educated person. She was going to jump in and have, have enough say that she could keep her dad from saying and doing horrible things, but she's just a puppet like the rest of them.
0: Yeah. It's, it's insane and No, hilarious. you're the puppet. <laughs> yeah.
1: <sighs> um, we only have 46 oh, minutes.
0: I know. What else, is, what else is going on? Or is there anything more about these shows? Or is there any other topical shows happening right now?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like we only have one more episode before Christmas. I don't mm-hmm. feel that way. That's the way calendars
0: work. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I think I'm going to be on vacation for next Wednesday, too. So I want to make it really good. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention in this, too, was I... Started going on a Google deep dive about the key grip from This Is Us trying to find an email address no for No way! Just to send him an email and Did say, you pick key grip specifically? I just you went, wanted to get somebody as obscure as possible? Yes. I, I wanted to start from like... But he had worked on some other really big movies
1: too. This comes from a, a thing that came up casually and without um, plan last week where we discussed maybe the possibility of interviewing somebody from the television industry mm-hmm. on the podcast. We didn't actually... I don't know if we actually started, meant it when we said it.
0: <laughs> I started doing this two hours before the podcast started, okay. so I didn't think there was a whole lot of a chance of it. Okay. And I was doing it on my phone, so I got to the point where I was like too many windows. Yeah. I'm giving up on this, but the the thought was there, and now I want to try for next week with whatever shows we do, or any really show. It doesn't
1: to have, have to be there. the show we're working on. No, you know? sure. Yeah. Somebody who has like some experience working. Hollywood in TV. knowledge. Well, if we're
0: gonna take it that light, I mean, I know people who work in local television sure yeah. i want to i kind of want to go like we could go someone big on local television or we could go someone super small on hollywood television <laughs> which i find and really make their day would be funny yeah <laughs> th- that's the thing if we could actually get them on and be like hey what was uh uh sterling k brown like?"
1: <laughs> you know what i was sitting i was watching the brady bunch and i was like i was going through the IMDb trivia of the mm-hmm. Brady Bunch, just trying to come up with talking points, mm-hmm. and I saw a reference to um, an iconic Brady Bunch moment. It's it's known as Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Right. Are you familiar with this? Yeah. Where where Jan is the middle sister, and she's jealous that Marsha seems to get all the attention. Mm-hmm. I think it's either because Marsha gets hit in the face with a football, right, or. Jan hits Marsha in the face with a football. (laughs) As a result of her being such a bitch. I'm not sure which one came first, but Jan is the bad guy in the episode. And the episode's called Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And there is an episode of the people versus O.J. Simpson called Marsha, Marsha, (laughs) Marsha. Okay. Because, I mean, that's Sarah Paulson's character, and she's the best part of that show. Right. But her on-screen partner, co-star, is... Mm the Chris Darden character, who is Sterling K. Brown. And I was like, ah, Uh, the Six Degrees of Brady Bunch and This Is Us. Perfect. You know what I thought about This Is Us? I thought this is a great show, but there's almost no show in the history of television that couldn't be called This Is Us. Right. (laughs) It's a terrible title. So
0: true. Boy Meets World, This Is Us. Breaking Bad, This Is Us. It could be called This Is Us. Sopranos, This Is Us. This Is Us. Anything with Will Smith in it, This Is Us. This Is Us. Yo home to Bel Air. Um, Did you know, speaking of that video... Uh, of Kanye West and Donald Trump, that there's actually Dartmouth connection in there. Do you know who Tyler Ross is? No. Okay, he's a Dartmouth dude. Okay. And he has been doing music videos, like, around here for a while, but he made the trip out to L.A. and, like, blew up. Like, he is hanging out with Kanye (laughs) on a regular basis. He did did the the whole, well, I don't know if he did it, but he was in some way involved in the video of, like, you know the famous video? Yeah. Where everyone's in bed? Naked, yeah. Like, he like did something important with that. How come I'm, this isn't more well-known?
1: It's The it's, coast
0: it's, loves to talk about this shit. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. It's pretty well-known, I think, in like, well, for, for Dartmouth people. But but I, I think I'm interesting. closer to his age and I know a bunch of people that know him. So Okay, I so was he there? Like, yeah, he's on the video. Oh, wow. holding a camera, like walking around. That's bizarre. Isn't that insane? I maintain that it's all
1: for image. It's, it's Kanye saw, he knows what Trump is doing. If in fact, this is what he's doing. And he says, there's no reason I shouldn't do this too. And I think that he went to the hospital and his, his medical condition is real, Mm -hmm. but that he was acting really out of it was, was to play up to the image that he is having mental, mental struggles. Right. Yeah. I, I think that, I think it's all part of the business.
0: Yep. There's a, a New York radio host who started putting, like, I totally don't respect anything you do. Like, Roses wasn't you. Crack music wasn't you. Just sang all these huge songs that Kanye West had, saying, this wasn't you. I don't wow. believe in you anymore. Like, you're done. Wow. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. I, I, I never listened to The Life of Pablo, to be honest. No, it's yeah. not his best album. But but it was still, I saw number five on on Rolling Stone's like top five albums of the year this year. But I think the difference is every other one of his albums would have been number one. Chance's on that album. Uh, yeah. He yeah. On, that song's good. He is on SNL this weekend. Yeah. And and Chance's album is really good. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, Casey Affleck is hosting the, the Christmas show. Yeah. I watched a promo for it today. It was really The fun. one where they had the stool? Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. It was good. I, I, I saw, or I didn't see, Casey Affleck was on WTF on Monday and he was so lovely. Yeah. He was so, I, I didn't really know him that well, but I was like, oh, this guy. And he has this really adorable moment where his 12-year-old son calls him, and Mark lets him take the call. Oh, yeah. And he calls him baby. And he's like, okay, I love you. And his kid's like, I can't find my shoes. And he's like, then wear my shoes. They'll just be too big. It's just this adorable moment. Sure. Um, but Mark had said this weird thing, and I'm normally up on celebrity news, but he had said this thing about how the reason he didn't address... The sexual assault allegations was because he knows Casey Affleck's uh, legally not allowed to talk about it. Oh. And so then... I I, didn't know about that. I googled Casey Affleck. Sure. And you can find all of it. And in fact, the promo for SNL this weekend, which I saw on Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, the comments are full of people going... Uh, talking about the hypocrisy of SNL criticizing Donald Trump's sexual assault allegations, Whoa. but inviting Casey Affleck to be the host. And I was like, is this really like a big thing that's plaguing his career? And how real is it? Apparently, there are like like four different women who have really? have come forward to be to say he was very rough and
0: and whatever. Wow. Yeah. It's that's crazy. It's it's really weird because. Um, and just kind of an aside, isn't it weird when you talk about Casey Affleck, you don't necessarily think Ben's brother, like he's not one of those guys. Uh,
1: I did for a long time. Yeah. Because I was just aware that Ben had a, had a brother who was marginally famous. Also, I think it's like,
0: I became so used to it that I forgot. Well, I assumed
1: it was nepotism. Right. But then you see enough things or you are aware of enough things that you're like, no, this guy is hustling on his own. Right. Um, and then there was that whole "I'm not here" or I, yeah. "I'm still there" or whatever it was called with yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. They talk a little bit about that on WTF. Do they? Yeah, it's interesting. That's cool. I, I was going to ask actually. Do they talk about he's the Joaquin a, Phoenix? He's thing? an oh. interesting guy. Nice. I recommend the interview. Okay, but it's going to it's going to leave you conflicted because you're going to go like, I, it, "This is kind of monster." Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that is often true of monsters. Sure,
0: they seem like nice guys. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. It's a shame that who that is. did you hear about his trial? Apparently, he like screamed out like answers in the prosecution, and they were like, "Ah, oh, he's too unwell to to do." This. Really? Yeah.
1: I, I guess he gave some testimony, which which is damning, and they can use it. Mm-hmm. He said some stuff that he shouldn't have said, and right. they were trying to figure out if 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 it if there are grounds to use it against him, and they can. Right. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if he dies in jail. <laughs> That will be interesting. I'll be be curious. Oh, he died in jail. Interesting. Oh, good. Oh, good. Good. Oh,
0: good. Monster. Well, we ran out of steam pretty early this week. We did. That's okay. Is that uh, David Sedaris uh, Christmas? It's
1: a it's a David Sedaris uh, Christmas book. It's just I mean, it starts with Santa Land Diaries, right? Which is his famous NPR. That's the holidays on
0: ice. Holidays on ice. Yes.
1: Uh, I actually haven't read anything other than Land Diaries and Ah, it's it's better to have him read it to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a part of my collection, my small collection of Christmas books that I put on my coffee table. Uh, The Sandalyn
0: Diaries stuff is so funny.
1: He's hysterical. Really funny.
0: He's really hilarious. I haven't read like a lot of his stuff, but he's, he's a fascinating guy. Yeah. It's one of those books that I read and I'm, I, anytime I read David Sedaris, I kind of think I need to be more funny. (laughs) He just seems so (laughs) clever.
1: I hit 40,000 words in the book that I'm writing this weekend.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, I'm very excited. Is there a a lot of very, 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 (laughs) very, very, very bad? Uh, Some of that, sure. It was very, 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 very cold. There is some of that for sure. Yeah. Because you know how emphatic I am. Yeah, exactly. And you just want to get to that 40,000 word point.
1: Yeah, no, I want to get to that 50,000 word point. That was my original goal. Oh, really? Now it's looking like it's going to be between 50 and 60. Whoa, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled with myself.
0: (laughs) The look on your face doesn't say thrilled with Uh, yourself. Because
1: I'm an artist, Slaney.
0: (laughs) You know how it is. Yeah, it's tough. Two years ago,
1: I wrote my first book, which never became a book. Um, That was two years ago? I thought that was last year. It was two years ago, I wrote it last year i released it recorded. as an audiobook gotcha. on itunes mm-hmm. um
0: downloaded it today humbug did you no oh, I, yeah, I you can't download it, it
1: anymore but... it's on youtube now as a, oh, really? as one big uh, 2 hour and 40 minute file
0: oh that's not that long
1: no it's it's yeah it's only 29,000 words it's exactly the same length as a christmas carol because it is a uh, modern retelling of A Christmas Carol as seen through a different character's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, if yeah, if you if you YouTube humbug Colin sweets, you will find it, and you will you will be my thirty sixth listen on
0: YouTube. <laughs> Is that actually like around where you are at?
1: All right, because I just put it on YouTube this year. Oh, okay. And anybody who was going to listen to it listened to it last year, and so it's already peaked. Right, I think.
0: Well, I'll try to uh, restart the hype. Hey, thanks, man. The hype cycle.
1: It's not that good, but it's. Yeah, actually, it's not bad.
0: Nice. Okay, there you go. That's that belief in yourself that I wanted to hear.
1: Uh, uh, I'm an artist, (laughs) Slaney. Can you say that one more time? I am an artiste also. Oh, okay. It's
0: a French artist. A French croissant artist. I am... I am French toast, Slaney. Uh, I think this podcast is French toast. I know we're only point. three
1: minutes away from an hour, and I would, so, I would be so happy s- if we could
0: stretch it out. Okay, um, stretch it
1: out for another three. Because I just I have this weird OCD thing about seeing less than an hour on the. Oh really? On the iTunes queue. I didn't know Even that. though everyone stopped listening when I said stop listening. Stop <laughs> like yeah. forty five minutes ago, <laughs> and they were like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> hit stop, never come back." Oh, they can't all be diamonds.
0: You know? Um. <laughs> i think it was an okay episode it, i had fun talking
1: to you yeah you know what's interesting i was considering this the other day i was like there are are 26 to 28 hours of me and slaney's friendship on record whoa
0: that's really weird to think of yeah i've thought about it like any, anytime we talk about the election like i want to look back on this four years from now and just see what i think hear how naive i was
1: yeah because Trump became such a great president. At after any point, all.
0: I don't keep a journal or anything. This is as close as I get to the thoughts that I've had. It's an audio ju- uh, journal. And yeah.
1: and yeah. Uh, it's so much better to do it with somebody else. And we don't just talk about television. It just happens
0: to be the backbone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anything interesting that might have happened to us that week. What What interesting happened to you this week? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I live a pretty boring life. Right.
1: I did two morning shows on the radio this week. That was kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sounded good. Yeah. From what I heard. Yeah, it sounded fine. I think I should give all of you guys more talk time. Yeah, that'd be nice.
1: But you know what? That's, you want more talk time until you have it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I don't know what to say. Or right. I just made that longer than it had to be. Like when I, when I was doing the morning show with Chelsea, they really started to pare us down. Like for a little while we had too much freedom. And we would right. talk like 25 minutes an hour. Wow. And they were like, you guys have to talk like eight minutes an hour. Right. And at the time, it was like, it felt really uh, marginalizing mm-hmm. and really constricting and really, um, really stifling. Right. But it trained us to be so much more economical. It it tighter. So much more efficient. We yeah. Got, we got a lot better. Right. And like, uh, I've, I've, I'm even finding that now to be the case. With what? With the show I do now.
0: I, I know how to craft oh, a, a, tighter, yeah. a tighter radio show. Totally. Totally. What were, what do you think was your best break this week?
1: Uh, Well, I told the story on the show this afternoon about my landlord. So I told Slaney about (sighs) about an hour ago, this, this, this weird thing that happens in my building where I live in an old folks home for all intents and purposes. And the, the property manager is the sweetest guy. His name is Steve. Um, And he sends out these emails where he invites us to uh different community events that are happening on the property so we'll Mm -hmm. have a yard sale or we'll have a bake sale in the lobby or we'll have a wreath making contest and it's all these things that would interest old people maybe Uh, y'all want to fuck with steve for sure and uh sorry i just thought our recording was being weird and usually i see the emails and i kind of roll my eyes and then i feel terrible because i think nobody's gonna go to this shit no one's gonna go to your Mm -hmm. thing and i feel terrible and the other day was supposed to be the 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 building's give and take which is a thing i've never heard of where you're supposed <laughs> to take your junk down to the lobby and give it to people and take other people's
0: junk it's just a, a swapping of giving junk giving and taking junk to each other and the, i was the amount we're saying junk is making me a bit uncomfortable
1: i know and i was coming back from the store and i come into the lobby and i see that that steve is setting up like tons of tables mm-hmm. with hundreds of sandwiches and uh. fruit trays and he was like, oh, you're going to come down for the give and take? And I was like, you're just too excited about the stuff that nobody cares about.
0: It's like all these sandwiches are junk. We're just going to throw them out. They're bad by two days. The other thing is I was like, all this
1: food, you spent so much money on all this food. It's going to go to waste. Like you and your wife are going to be stuffing sandwiches in your face so you don't waste all this food. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll come down. Thinking in my head, no way am I coming down. Right. And two hours later, I'm, I had to take out the garbage, but I actively avoided the lobby so that I wouldn't have to see... His sad lonesome self mm-hmm. and all the food still there right um, but on my way back up, I, I wanted to look into the window to see just to get a glimpse of the sadness <laughs> <laughs> and it was just crawling with people. it was packed with like happy older people. Steve
0: was like on a table like, yeah hey,
1: everyone yeah, they' were doing like karaoke Listen, no. they were enjoying the community that I was clearly too much of a snob for. <laughs> And so it taught me a lesson, I think, in in misjudging other people and thinking I'm above them.
0: Sure. Well, that was a good lesson to learn. So I grew a Right around bit. Christmas time. Yeah. Did I tell you uh, a really awesome story my sister put on Facebook today? I don't think I did. I told a few people in the office today. She posted on Facebook. Um, so I was at a play last night, and I was getting really annoyed with the man next to me who was tapping to the music. Ugh. Like, just kind of like tapping his foot and it was really bugging me so i kind of decided to just slightly like in the most subtle way like just kind of barely kick him okay and she says then i just like impose her foot on him yeah yeah yeah, i think well i don't know she just described it as kick and i haven't got any more details and then at the intermission she realizes it's david schwimmer no. <laughs> yes. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> David Schwimmer was sitting next to her and <laughs> being annoying. <laughs> and she kicked him. That's so great.
0: <laughs> so, did the kick stifle him? Did it stop him? I don't know. I want to get more details on it. I said the only thing that would make the story any better is if he kicked her back. Wow. <laughs> and then they were in a Schwimmer battle. So, it's sink or swim. Wait a second. When did she realize? Uh, she realized at the intermission, like, so when the lights were on, so I don't know would if you, was would ri- you say,
1: would you say it was when they were on a break? Uh, I was too excited. We were on a break. I was too excited about it. That
0: is so good. I'm writing that on her wall and seeing what kind of comments yeah. we get.
1: Ah, good for her. I'll give you credit. That's
0: a, that's a story she'll tell forever. Isn't that awesome? Did she talk to him? I don't think that, so. That's not cool She's in New York. She's very, like, very, uh, very cognizant of being cool about talking to celebrities because a lot of celebrities are live in new york so they won't have to be addressed yeah i
1: guess but i think we've talked about this before but i Mm -hmm. think if
0: she waited until the end of the play and she just said hey man i think you're great and then went away i think it would have been fine right or if you went up and said something like man i really loved you in uh uh band of brothers yeah, like I would go something like that again. That's right. If you don't do give, my... if you
1: give him the thing he's proud of rather than the thing he hears every day, sure. At least then it wasn't like it's not going to trigger his eye rolling.
0: Yeah, it's someone just like doing the fist oh, bump the, thing. To yeah,
1: more. the way of giving the finger without actually having to give. Yeah, him.
0: Unagi or, or doing
1: onagi. He has some moments that are probably <laughs> real cancers on his public life. Yeah. <laughs> all right well Uh, we're over an hour now and that's really a very good story that i
0: i can't believe i I meant to bring it up at the very beginning and i totally forgot that is good tell me how how my excellent joke goes over i will that's my problem i always laugh through my jokes (laughs) and i do too because they're so funny oh thanks buddy i'm gonna watch more this is us all right and uh for colin and matt this is us colin and matt also known as sweets and slaney we could call the podcast this is us this is the problem this is us with the title this is us (laughs) should we call the podcast this is us from now
1: sure this is us don't never trust will smith never well yeah yeah that's what i'm saying is that like in the future if this is say the show this is us has a really solid first season and then it kind of drops off and people kind of forget about it and don't care anymore down the road Someone's going to use the expression, this is us. Mm. And someone's going to go, wasn't that a show a long right. time ago? And they're going to go, yeah, but what was it? Was it that show about the girl named Meredith Gray who was a doctor? <laughs> right. No, that was Gray's Anatomy. Was it that show about the six friends that lived in New York? No, <laughs> well, that was those friends.
0: friends. Man, was it this those is friends us who said cheers all the time at the <laughs> bar? Man,
1: This Is Us would have been a good name for those shows.
0: <laughs> or This Is So Us. This Is this So Us. Is That's going to so be the us. spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be the spin-off of who would it star? The dying father?
1: The guy who takes over the role on the Manny.
0: <laughs> this is so us. This is
1: so us. Same thing. It's happening again. It's we just the, the same, same show but with a laugh track.
0: <laughs> and a different different cast, but everyone plays the exact same gear. All right, never trust Will Smith. Take me home.